What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't seem to shut up about guitars and gear. If that seems to describe you, then you are in the right place. And if you are a true guitar and gear nerd, you love everything to do with guitars and guitar music, go and check out axesandblades.com. This is the podcast of axesandblades.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever else you get your guitar content. So go check that out for lots of guitar porn, cool stories and interviews about amazing, unique instruments and the people that make them and the people that play them. So on today's show, it's almost like a bit of a PSA, a bit of a public service announcement about something cool that I think you guys should check out. Any of you guys who are into the more custom guitar world or boutique guitar world might already be aware of Nakuba guitars. They're one of the biggest names in that field, making and a really, a really actually diverse array of guitars. They might be best known, you could say, for making guitars with really incredibly ridiculous, gorgeous tops and incredibly awesome mixes of exotic woods and incredibly highest end specs, beautiful, incredible inlay guitars that kind of blow your mind and stop you in your tracks if you walk past them at the NAMM show or whatever. And, you know, that was that's definitely something that they do. They make incredible looking guitars. But really, if you're familiar with Nikubik guitars, you'll know that they actually make a lot of awesome, stripped back, straightforward just rock and roll workhorse guitars that are still made to the absolute highest standards with the absolute highest specifications possible. So it's that thing where it's like a work, it's a workhorse guitar, but it's the best damn workhorse guitar you'll ever play in your life and you'll never, ever, ever need anything else. Just, you know, with all the fancy bells and whistles stripped away and it's just the best possible guitar you're ever going to want to play. And, and those guitars in particular, you might actually see those more these days because those are often the ones that are played by artists all over the world and they do have some incredible artists on their roster if you were listening to the last episode my musical suggestion was to go check out a track by russian circles well the guitarist for russian circles mike sullivan incredible guitarist plays very very often most of the time one of his nick cooper guitars and i believe he has several different ones including one with like a copper top the top is made of metal like carved copper it's insane and there's a few of those you see out in the world they haven't done that many of them but that's one of the incredible little i don't know just ingenious things which you don't see from many places and then nick huber goes and does it and infuses that with their recipe of making beautiful guitars and one of the coolest things about the copper tops is not just that that's something really unique that you're not going to see in many places and it has a cool look to it but the copper does what copper does and ages over time and, and stuff so it like turns green a little bit so it's got like the green on the on the like uh the kind of aged brown look oh it's seriously cool it does some really unique things it doesn't even necessarily look like metal from far away but the way it glints under stage lights and the way it ages over time super cool anyway you might be familiar with Nikuba guitars if you're not i seriously recommend you go check them out again if you go on instagram facebook wherever let's go find a, a video with them or Go scroll through a bunch of pictures and you'll soon get an idea of how amazing they are. But speaking of the more stripped back models, they've really got, like I said, a diverse catalog of guitars these days. And I just wanted to mention that people should go check out the latest model from Nick Kuba Guitars and also the story behind that latest model. And the latest model is called the Pete. Yep, it's called the Pete and it's named after Nick 
Huber's son, one of Nick Huber's sons, is called Pete, which is a really nice person. That's just spelled P-I-E-T, in case you're going to go tab in online. And it obviously has instantly, you can tell, a very personal story behind it. The fact that Nick Huber named this guitar after one of his sons, which is a beautiful thing in itself, I think. I mean, we've been talking a lot about Eddie Van Halen this week, and of course you've got the Eddie Van Halen Wolfgang guitars. I think it's just a thing that shows that it's very meaningful to them, and it's not just a guitar that's being put out, but it's got a really strong connection to an individual and to their family and to the things that they're passionate about and the things that they care most about in their life. So that's a cool thing in itself, obviously. But the guitar is also really interesting. It uses the classic Nick Huber body shape, which you see in a lot of their guitars. Um, so that would be familiar to people that like Nick Huber's. It's kind of like a bit of a mix of a telly and a single cut to give you a vague idea of what it's like. Really comfortable body shape, actually, on all their guitars um, that it's used on. And it uses that body shape, but it's, let's say, drawing more from, vaguely speaking, the fender area of guitar building, whereas Nick Huber has generally drawn more on the, let's say, blended PRS and Gibson side of guitar building, in the sense of two humbucker guitars, often, you know, guitars with carved tops and things. It's, it's very much drawing from more if you're going to split the guitar world into two it's it's not really a fair thing to do but it tends to be more from that side is where he's he's known for the krautster is a very very popular guitar for example and that's a two humbucker single cut guitar um and you know other other guitars that he makes like i say with really nice carved maple tops and use of mahogany backs and things waltz even though they're very different guitars from what you would get from Gibson completely different guitars actually really when you when you start to pay them any attention if we were going to like I say a bit roughly split the guitar world in two it definitely draws from the Gibson side more from the Fender side the Pete guitar is an interesting departure from that because it, you would say that it draws more from the fender side than the Gibson side if you're going to do that but again it's unique and it's got his own approach in it and what you end up with is a really interesting guitar a really interesting guitar for me actually because what it borrows from is more kind of the offset world these interesting specs so you see a lot of them they're, they're guitars which come through with a lot of different things you know it's a small workshop nakuba guitars um custom orders through the shops so you see a lot of different respect pete which is a cool thing it's a platform that's very versatile that you can do a lot with so you see a lot of differently specced pete's but you see a lot of them with mastery bridges and that's something that nick who really dove into into researching and building this guitar was finding a way to build a new version of a guitar like that a kind of mastery bridge guitar a guitar with kind of offset properties and how would he do that and from his unique perspective as a builder and as a guitar player as well because that's something he puts into all his builds how does he approach that what would he want out of a guitar that has that what's the benefits of a guitar like that what does it do so it's really a guitar uh, a guitar builder who's got decades of experience discovering more and more and more which is always cool to see because often those guitars i find 
yeah, of course, builders build the things that they know how to do best, and that's their kind of expertise. But sometimes the most exciting guitars from builders are the ones where they're exploring something new because they are so excited about that. Like if they are a builder who loves to l- expand their craft and improve their craft, then they get really excited designing a new model that's got something totally new on it or something that's in a new direction generally for them. And then they really dive into it and get obsessive about finding the best way to do this and finding the way that they want to approach it. And and I think that comes across, obviously, if you meet them, but I think it comes across when you pick up the guitar and when you f- see them releasing this new model, like with the Peep. And the Peep's a great example of that. You do get this sense of something refreshing and something exciting in a world that's full of awesome guitars from all sorts of places and all sorts of brands and all sorts of people. This one feel, feels exciting. And that's interesting because it's not even necessarily the kind of guitar I would... I mean, guitars are just awesome. I hope you agree. Otherwise, you're probably wasting your time listening to this. But whilst that's true, there's certain things we tend to gravitate towards more than others, right? And this, on paper, would not necessarily be why I would gravitate towards. But the excitement of it, um, obviously, as well as the build quality and everything like that, drew me towards it. And a lot of that's to do with the story behind it. There's the personal touch, the fact that for Nick Uber, this was named after one of his sons. There's the aspect of watching a builder expand and improve their craft and go to new places, which is there in the fact that we've got mastery bridges, we've got single core pickup loadouts, they've got these interesting gold foil pickups that they developed with Harry Heusel, which is really cool and unique as well, looks beautiful in the guitar. There's guitars with new f- types of finishes. So they've really gone all out to make this a new experience for those familiar with Nick Cooper already. There's, there's like sparkle finishes um, and really interesting things like that. And there's also simultaneous to this a story of exploring his craft in another way in terms of wood because Nick Cooper guitars are using a lot of Paulonia wood with these peats. And Paulonia wood is fascinating in and of itself. It's a wood that the the trees grow very, very quickly and they have these these big leaves and they're quite interesting looking trees. And over the course of the time that they grow, which doesn't take very long, they actually offset an enormous amount of carbon dioxide. So they're extremely good for the environment having these trees. And because they grow so quickly, that obviously helps as well, very efficient trees to have um and then in terms of guitar building something really interesting about polonia is that um it's very durable it can have some interesting uh looking grains uh, grain to it you know when you put a finish on it like a burst on it you'll see some of the peats have a really interesting kind of quite complex look to the wood and that's because of the polonia as well but the other thing about it is it's light and when people tell you it's light, you don't quite realize how light it's going to be until you pick up a guitar with a pallet on your body. It's insane. And if you have a guitar with a pallet on your body and a pallet on your neck, I think it's even more crazy. But even a pallet on your body with a maple neck, like there's a peat, like a, a peat, for example, you put, there's one of those that I played that has a on your body. It's almost like picking up a book. Like it's so light. It's unreal. It's really quite incredible. It just it's one of those things where what you're seeing with your eyes 
is so different to what you're touching that your brain almost has a moment of like what what's going on here it's kind of hard to comprehend your brain is looking at this thing which it knows should be within this range and this roughly this range of weight and then you pick it up and it's just way it's just nothing compared to what you would have expected the lightest it could possibly be to be you know uh, and it's almost like your brain's like, wait, what? Hang on a second. Is there an optical illusion here? Am I really picking up a guitar? Is it this light? It's that light. It's crazy. Obviously, that will be something that some people will like and some people don't, but it's a really cool option. And the Pete's come in. Lo- There's loads of different wood choices for a Pete, but it's another part of the story of this new model of Nikuba finding this wood, which has all these cool properties, um, but also is really sustainable and has a benefit in that way. Um, and that is something that, you know, Nikuba guitars are interested in. They run this series like the Blue Whale series where all the profits and stuff in that went towards a Blue Whale conservation charity. Uh, they're very interested in the planet and sustainability and Nick as a person is and, 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 and the company as a whole is. So that's something that's important for them. And so that story side of the story is important for them too, with this new guitar model. So it's really it's a guitar with a huge amount wrapped up in it and that's awesome but i think one of the coolest things about the pete model is just to go check it out as a guitar it's one of those times where the story and the yeah the story and the meaning behind it brings a lot to it but you know also just playing it as a guitar and approaching it as a guitar because it has these qualities of kind of offset guitars but not someone trying to make an offset it's not someone trying to just make a mass rebridge offset someone's just trying to design their own guitar and that's just what they got interested in and that's the way they wanted to expand their craft and their knowledge so it has these little elements drawn out from offset but with like i say interesting pickups worked with harry hazel to have these gold foil pickups that look really interesting and have a really unique sound really interesting pickup loadouts some with mastery bridges some with without mastery bridges and these interesting wood combinations it isn't someone trying to make a mastery bridge offset kind of guitar. It's not someone trying to make an F-style guitar. It really did come out as a super unique guitar because it was someone just designing something based on their own individuality. And it's a guitar that has all these different narratives and stories into it that were personal to do with the family and to do with Nick's craft and to do with him working with his team to develop the things that they thought would be most important for this kind of guitar to have. And that's really the way that in such a saturated guitar market something comes out looking unique i think it has a unique story i think if you sit down now and go we're going to design a guitar to fulfill x need it's going to be so hard with so many amazing guitars out there in the market so many builders fulfilling so many needs and niches to to make something truly unique i think you'll do it if you put yourself into it but i think it's because you put yourself into it and when a company and when a person sits down and instead of going what do we need to market towards how's this guitar going to be sellable or how's this guitar going to be fulfilling a need or a gap in the market i think instead of that when a when a group of people or a person with their team sits down and they go what do we as individuals want to put out into the world what do we as musicians and builders want to create and want to see existing and want and and would feel fulfilling in building uh and in that process come to things like family and come to things like personal development of your craft 
that's when you get a unique guitar. Is it possible to still design and bring out a guitar that really does something actually new? You know, depends how you want to define new. How new is new? I've seen a guitar with a master bridge. I've seen a guitar with this kind of wood before. I've seen a guitar with this. You know, sure. It's it's not, you know, it's not like he's like, I've made a guitar of human flesh. It's monstrous, but at least it's truly unique. And we'd go, well, you know, he's going to jail for a very long time, but it's it was worth it because we have to eat our words and say that was quite a unique guitar. Uh, oh, boo, it's still got a mastery bridge on it. Boo. Um, you harvested that flesh for nothing, but I don't think he harvests flesh. I'm not aware of him doing that, at least. But um, just just as a disclaimer, but <laughs> or anyone. I don't know. I don't know anyone that does that. Um, to my knowledge, God, when you put stuff out on the internet, you really have to watch yourself with the disclaimers, don't you? Because, you know, before you know it, you'll be caught with people asking you about why you've been claiming that people have been harvesting flesh again. You know, God, I'm running out of money for all these legal fees. But it's cheap to run a podcast, but it's not cheap if you start slandering people constantly. I personally find it quite difficult not to do that. But I've... Um, I wasn't meaning that anyone steals flesh for guitar, but there's a there's a guy who builds guitars that look like they're made out of people. There's like one that he's built with like a. It's crazy. It's really impressive. It's kind of you know got got like a horror movie aesthetic to it. I think it takes it from like, it kind of feels like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of aesthetic. Um, like the leather, like a Leatherface kind of thing. Who is that? Was that Fant Guitars? I completely forgot I was doing a podcast for a minute. This is just what the inside of my brain sounds like. But anyway, <laughs> I've ruined my point. But my point was something to do with the fact that I think if you really put yourself into a guitar, whether that's murderous impulses and skin harvesting impulses, or, no, don't do that. But whether you put it into like, I love horror movie aesthetic, imagine if I could combine that with guitar building. I believe that's fan guitars. If it's not someone else, I can't remember who it is, but... It's freaking amazing. Go look it up. Uh, it was a guitar summit. I believe there's a Henning Powley video about it. Um, um, something like that, I think. Um, anyway, whatever. If I'm completely wrong, then I apologize. I mean, I apologize for bringing this up anyway because it was completely beside the point and I got completely lost on some kind of horror movie bent. But, you know, if you go, well, I love guitar building and I love this and I want to combine them, not just for the sake of it, but because... That brings me joy, and that's part of my craft, and I think it would excite other people. That's, I think, how you end up with something unique in these days, and not, just, you know, obviously you can be experimental, you can be crazy, but I think if it comes from a genuine place, us as guitarists are into that, that's rock and roll, keeping it real, that's keeping it genuine, I think we appreciate that, and I think that we can see that in a unique model that's genuinely unique because someone put put themselves into it and put all these kinds of stories into it, and that's when all these stories can get into a guitar is when instead of it being drawn up on, you know, the idea of what can be marketable. Instead, it's drawn up on, I'm a guitarist, and I'm a guitar builder, I'm a guitar obsessive, I'm a guitar kind of nerd. What what do I want to do? What appeals to me creatively and and individually? And then you let all these stories and all these threads of meaning come into it. And I think that like I say, you end up with a guitar that really is unique in such a way that even if you don't care about that story and if you don't hear about any of that, and even if you don't 
interact with the Nick Uber or his company in any way, but you just see the guitar, it's something cool. It's something different. The weight and the react and the way that Paolonia reacts will be different. The interesting pickup loadouts and the cool, cool, crazy new finishes will all be something really different and cool. And that's the reaction that there's been to the guitar so far. Is people love them and feel that they are they're doing something different and that's exciting even if it's not your kind of thing it's still exciting and cool to see as a guitar nerd so hats off to that it's just a bit of a suggestion go check out the pete from nick cooper guitars there's videos uh online plenty of people playing them they've been reviewed in in a bunch of places go on youtube and you'll find a bunch of videos bunch of stuff you can go follow nick cooper guitars online and you'll see a bunch of stuff about the pete and also go check out the nick huber guitars blog if you just go to the nick if you just google nick huber guitars and go to their website there's a blog on there and there's a story on there about the pete and that gives you an idea of how all these stories came together um and there's also a story on there about the paulonia so if you go onto the blog you can find out more if you're interested in hearing more than just kind of a vague summary uh of these stories about the paulonia and how nick got into that and what it's like for guitar building and you want to check that out that's cool that's on the nick kubik guitars blog and there's also stuff about the pete and the kind of ties to the family and why he wanted to name it after after one of his sons um if you're really interested in hearing that but even if you just want to go just shut up and give me guitars just go to youtube check out some videos of awesome guitars playing the pete and look at some of the different loadouts you see across the videos and how it's a really cool kind of custom level instrument so i'll leave it there for today that's just the suggestion is go check out the pete the music suggestion for today we always have a song or an album or an ep we suggest for you guys to go and check out and this one today is the song weaver and this is a song from richard dawson if you don't know who richard dawson is go check him out this is from his album peasant um he's got a new album since then that came out this year uh, that came in early called 2020, but actually it came out. God, that was actually now that was longer ago now. This book, jeez, time moves fast. But go check out the track Weaver. I really love that track. Uh, interesting, kind of weird, some weird acoustic folk sort of stuff. Be prepared for something interesting. Um, give it a few lessons. There's some interesting shifts across the song there's some interesting progressions there's some int- i love they always have some really interesting progressions within his guitar work and some very interesting surprising note choices and as well as progressions very cool stuff give it a few lessons not going to be to everyone's taste but again as always as a guitar builder as a guitar player sorry as a guitar player or whoever you are as a guitar builder as a guitar player as a guitar nerd as a guitar pervert whatever you're doing listening to this just check it out for the guitar work and even if it's not your kind of music see if you can catch on to a couple things he's doing with his guitar work because it's very cool very interesting stuff in my opinion and if you hate it i don't care i like it and what are you going to do about it leave me a horrible comment that secretly gets me off so ha i win again anyway have a good one Stay safe out there, stay healthy, stay happy everyone, and I will catch you tomorrow.